Hello and welcome to the Mind Body Free Podcast. I'm your host, Abigail Moss. I am a healer, I'm a mentor and guide. I help people to heal their body, mind, and spirit, connect with their passion and purpose, and share their gifts in this world. And today I am back. I'm back after a little break. So thanks. How's it going? Nice to see you again. Or nice for you to hear me again. Anyway, nice to connect. And I just wanted to share a little bit about where I've been lately in my journey and what I've been doing to help myself heal. So it's been it's been busy. We I'm running a mentorship and a integrative healing coach training right now, which is a lot of fun, really great groups, really amazing people. And um, with that, I've also been doing a lot of work to heal my body. So I've been on this journey of emotional healing for quite some time. And that kind of led me into Peru and ayahuasca and shamanic Chinese medicine. Um, yeah, so desire to, the desire to heal led me to Peru and ayahuasca. And then the desire, the burning desire to find my purpose, to answer this calling, this feeling that I need to find something more and what I'm meant to be doing. So that led me down shamanic Chinese medicine, Vipassana meditation, neurolinguistic programming, hypnotherapy, a bunch of other tools for healing and letting go of the blocks, the, the beliefs and the patterns between my spirit and reality. I guess I could say it that way, (laughs) lifting the veil that was installed by my mind and the beliefs within the mind and all of the energies attached to that. So that was the initial journey. And then a few years ago, the second time I went down to Peru, I was there for two months and I did end up getting a stomach bug slash food poisoning symptoms because I accidentally one time forgot to uh, rinse my toothbrush not in the tap water. So the one time I didn't do that, I ended up getting quite sick the next day. And coincidentally, we're also in a very long and powerful Wachuma ceremony. And I had been chosen along with some of the other facilitators to be in the ceremony and hold space And I took that job very seriously. (laughs) I just like sat and meditated and witnessed all of the the wild streams of consciousness from the group floating around. And I just acted as a witness, as a light, like a candle in the darkness, releasing all the stuff that was coming up and helping to hold space for the shaman doing her work. I think with that, there was also some spiritual and energetic stuff. I may not have fully navigated as well as I could have or... You know, I guess I did navigate to my best of my ability at that time, but um, knowing what I know now and thinking back, that may have been a factor as well. So anyway, I ended up getting sick and I came home from Peru. My digestion, my gut was off. I was also going through a lot of emotional challenges at that time, trying to, to decide which direction I should go in my life. And it was really challenging for myself for my partner and so there's a lot of emotional distress which is also very tied to gut distress and so there was that and then I went to India I think a couple months later 
and I got food poisoning there, <laughs> got sick again. And the gut distress definitely was even worse. And I was just kind of, my diet was consisting mostly of carbs, um, in both Peru and India, kind of plant-based, lots of oats in India, lots of fruit. And so I was eating lots of sugars. So I was under a lot of emotional distress and I had probably also picked up at least one bug in at least one of those countries. <laughs> so it was all kind of this breeding ground for pathogens and um, co-infections within my digestive system, within my gut. And I came home and just noticing some different things like, oh, I can't really drink alcohol. Like maybe that's just because I'm more spiritual now. <laughs> Sugar seemed to bother me more. And I would get more tired. And at first I was like, okay, I can, I can cope with this. I didn't really think too much of it. But as time went on, as the years went on, it seemed to get worse and worse. And I got to a point a little over a year ago where I just decided I can't, I need to do something about this because I was so tired uh, so much. And there's lots of brain fog and just all kinds of problems with, with digestion and I wasn't able to properly function, very little motivation in my business. It's very hard to be motivated when your body's not working properly. And so I decided I needed to do something about it. So I learned about candida overgrowth, what that is, and I looked into the symptoms of it. And I just read, I got found some great resources online at uh, candidacleanser.com. I can drop on the show notes. And there is a lot of education there and a lot of videos, people who had been through this experience and kind of sharing the science of what's going on and the stages based on your symptoms. And it just really resonated as, as true in my body of this is something that I'm going through. And I felt so hopeful to have found finally somebody who could um, give me some answers because I had gone to my to my Western doctor, had done all of these uncomfortable tests, and they didn't find anything wrong with me. But I knew, obviously, there was something wrong with me. And having found this, I felt, okay, I'm not alone. Other people have been through this, are going through this, but there's a lot of people who have gotten better. And this is an actual serious issue. A lot of, some people, to some people, it can be fatal if not treated properly. And it was validating to the experience I was having in my body and it was hopeful to have a plan and how to move forward. And it is challenging, or it was challenging for those, especially those first few weeks of going on something called the candida diet, where basically you starve candida, which is a yeast that naturally occurs in the body, but under distress and with too many toxins, antibiotics, medications, it can mutate into a fungal form and spread throughout the body, creating something called leaky gut and moving through the tight junctures in the uh, lining of the gut and into the bloodstream. And then from there, it can migrate to other organs and infect them and could even cause organ failure if not treated properly. <sighs> so part of what is involved in healing that is going on the candida diet. And that's a really important step. And that's a diet that essentially starves the uh, candida of sugar because that's what it eats. And so it's a lot like the keto diet minus the dairy because that also feeds candida and minus any um, processed foods because with leaky gut, 
the digestive system becomes very sensitive because food is passing through the gut lining and into the bloodstream and going places where it doesn't belong and creating an inflammatory response. So the body develops a lot of food allergies and sensitivities. So you have to really move into a whole foods diet that is kind of really gentle on the gut for some time as that's healing. So as I went into this diet, and as a lot of people experience, there's this die-off symptoms of the candida dying, as well as the candida starving. So when the candida is starving, it feels like you are starving, and you are furious <laughs> and because you just want some dang carbs, and it's a very emotional experience. So you can get, so I was getting waves of rage, of anxiety, of depression, and this is all very common die-off symptoms. But if you didn't know what was going on, it could be very distressing. And I mean, it is already distressing, but it's comforting to know that this is a natural and temporary part of the process. So I went through that and I started integrating supplements, antifungals, things that would help to kill off the candida at the pace as gradual enough that my body could cleanse it out, my liver could uh, cleanse the toxins from that process out of my system. So it was a very big learning process, and it in many ways continues to be. And yeah, it was very tiring, like more tiring. Sometimes the body needs a lot of energy in order to heal, and I felt worse before I felt better. So as I was going through this experience, I was getting rashes on my skin. I was getting waves where I felt dizzy and had to lie down. I, there was many days that I spent just on the couch lying down, able to do little more than that. And those days gradually be, started becoming less and less. I was able to walk a little bit. I was able to do a little bit more. I was able to work on my laptop from the couch lying down, I was able to do a little more, a little more, and a little more, and build my business and work with clients. And that to me is so fulfilling and so rewarding and purposeful. So getting to do that, even though my health wasn't the greatest, it was really a light in my life. And it, it continues to be a light in my life doing this work. I absolutely love it. And with that, I did notice eventually I started to plateau. So I would do something that my energy would be such a thin line of having just enough where I would go out and I would do something physically strenuous or like moving house <laughs> physically and emotionally strenuous just totally wrecked me and I would be back out. And then being a woman, getting my cycle each month, it would just totally wreck me. And so well, this went on for months and months and months. Fast forward to a couple of months ago, I've been on this candida slash keto diet for almost a year. And if I were to go off of it at any in any way, I just kind of, my body reacts and I kind of regress. So it, it, get, it got frustrating. And I felt like, okay, I'm still tired a lot of the time. I've reached this point where I need more help. I need more support. And at around that same time where I said, hey, universe, I need help. <laughs> There's something I need to do that is beyond my awareness right now because I have a lot of skills. I'm, I'm really good at emotional healing, really good at shamanic and spiritual healing. I know a lot of things and I've done a lot of things. But at the same time, I, was, I felt like I was inside of a situation, inside of this body that I couldn't just will to work, that there's something going on in the body that I needed to listen to, I needed to honor and integrate 
some kind of practice for healing. So at around this time, one of my previous classmates um, from shaman school, when we were studying shamanic Chinese medicine and medical Qigong together, reached out and said, hey, I want to help you. I want to give you these sessions. I saw your post about candida. I just feel called to work with you. And so I thought, wow, thank you. My friend who was also an angel, how beautiful. So I was working with Jeanette a little less regularly for several months. And then we started working together once a week for two months. And that was really beautiful and really powerful. It was um, like two hours every week doing this uh, remote energy healing session from her. And then she also gave me these exercises to do on my own, these kind of specialized Qigong exercises. And so I know a lot of Qigong exercises that I've learned that are really helpful and powerful. And Jeanette has some other ones that she has studied um, separately because this is kind of this is her world. We're going to have her on soon and let her speak to it, but she kind of lives and breathes Qigong and these kinds of exercises. So she taught me these really powerful, really beautiful ones. And when she first showed them to me, I said, okay, that's great. Wow. I feel this. This is amazing. Okay. I'm going to totally do this. And then I didn't do it (laughs) because I was tired and I was frustrated and I was just angry with life and it not being easier than it, than it should be yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And so uh, a few months later, we're doing this work. She gives me some shorter exercises that are also very powerful. And I'm able to do a couple of those. And I thought, wow, I notice a big difference when I do that. And I thought I should do this. I think doing this every day will really help. And then of course, (laughs) I didn't do it for a long time. (laughs) And then I I thought, okay, there's a mental block I need to get over because I think the thing that's stopping me here is me because I need to do my inner work. I need to do these exercises to move forward. So in my coach training class, we do these recorded demo sessions that the students can listen to to get more examples of how different tools can be used. And I asked my husband, who is a life coach, to demo some of these tools with me to help my coach training students. And so he coached me on why I wasn't doing my personal practice. So my morning practice where I get up, I do a bit of yoga, I do Qigong, or or at least I do these exercises from Jeanette. And he coached me on that. If you want to hear it, let me know. I can, it's recorded. I can post it in another episode. But anyway, he coached me on that. I was able to shed some tears of relief, get over this block And within like 15 minutes, he's a great coach. After that, I I was able to get back to my practice because I've had a personal healing practice, you know, on and off throughout my life. And I have been, I've been neglecting it for quite a while. And I knew part of my mind knew like I'm being called integrate what I know and uh, with my body and to really come home into the body. And so I started doing my personal practice again after getting coached by the lovely Dave Moss. And I started doing these shorter exercises that Jeanette gave me. And they were so, they're short. There's only about three minutes per pose. And I had about, I don't know, like five of them. And so like 15 minutes. And I was doing these exercises. They're very physical, like it's just tendon stretching. So just like when it's like pushing your arms out to the side is stretching your middle finger up to the ceiling as high as you can and really 
opening up the chest and bringing the shoulders back and down. And you're just kind of standing there with your arms to the side. But when you're, when, for me, when I'm really pushing and stretching my tendons, my whole body starts shaking. I feel all this heat pouring off of me. My hands and arms start tingling. There's just a lot going on with these exercises because it's opening up my energy pathways and it's releasing blockages. And these, these are the blockages that are causing me to feel tired, to not digest properly, for my body to not function properly. So uh, there's these blockages that had been accumulating for a very long time. And what I was doing... And in these exercises is opening up and releasing them. So this is not like a, if you you were to see this process, it's not a pretty graceful yoga flow. It's a hot, it is a shaky process. I'm often moaning or yelling or, you know, breathing really heavy. It's, it's messy. It's like a little exorcism every time I do it. And after I do it, I feel amazing. And so I was just started noticing I have energy. I have more energy than I've had in years. I can walk and I feel power in my hips and in my core. And I thought, oh my God, this is so amazing. So amazing to have this sort of energy in my tank when it felt like my tank was just barely running on fumes for years. Because this whole Peru India thing, that was like seven years ago. So this is the first thing that has really impacted the way I feel in my body. And so it was motivating to do it more. And I started doing it more. And then when I had energy treat my weekly energy session with Jeanette, she said, hey, you're able to like pull chi into your body now. Your things are flowing. It's so different. I'm like, I know I'm doing the work you gave me. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it works? Um, but I really, I needed to get over the mental block and to do the work. But now that I am, I've been feeling much better. Um, I just feel so much happier. I'm just so overjoyed to be able to have a body that is not, you know, not perfect. It's not like working 100%, but I've got the energy to deal with whatever is going on now. Because without the energy, everything is too much. It's too overwhelming. The will to even do anything about it is just not there. But with this energy, I can do it. I can deal with anything. I can overcome anything. So with that, I also felt way better emotionally, just emotionally regulated because I'm working through these exercises in my liver the liver purifies the blood. It also regulates processes, emotions. So now that those channels are flowing properly, things just don't bother me as much. <laughs> um, opening up the heart space, supporting the spleen, which is tied to digestion. So I just have a lot more energy and I've been feeling called to even do the exercises that Jeanette originally gave me <laughs> that are longer, but they go really deep and, um, integrating those into my practice and just feeling just this deepening connection with my body, this deepening healing, this increasing energy, and just this sense of gratitude for life and appreciation for this beautiful world that we're in. And there's times, and I remember feeling this way too, when I did a lot of Qigong, when I was studying it in my earlier days, now that I'm getting back into doing a lot more, as I feel a big shift, like I shake and I release, I feel a block release, the channel opens up and my eyes open and there's this sense of vividness 
and crispness through the way I see through my eyes and this intense sense of presence and connection with my environment and my body. And it feels so different, so vivid and crystal clear. And it's like this moment of awakening that I'm experiencing through my body, through doing these exercises. And with that, it's not even a a place where I need to write down or work through things in my head or, you know, process. It's just breathing and moving and feeling and just stretching and just very much doing these exercises where a lot of the whole exercise could be sitting in one place and just doing some gentle arm movements and holding something for quite a while. But it's moving chi or energy through my body in this very powerful, incredibly healing way. And I've always felt and in my experience that healing is also awakening. These two go hand in hand. As we heal and release the blocks of what is untrue, of what is painful, what you get on the other side of it is this deeper awareness and a deeper connection with what is true for you, with with what is freeing. So as I'm releasing these blocks from my body, I'm going through an awakening experience within my body. It's a body awakening, (laughs) if you will. And it's hard to imagine it's really something that you need to experience it's the sense of aliveness and vividness and clarity and lightness and beauty and it's just this connection with my body and with my environment that's just so profoundly beautiful to experience and so yeah it's motivating it's encouraging it's something that um my body begins to want to do before when I was tired, it took extra energy to get up and do my dang exercises because I know it would help. I know it would be physical. I would shake a lot. I probably make lots of weird noises, but then I would feel much better for the rest of the day. Now I wake up and I crave it. My body tells me, Hey, I want you to go back and I want you to do that exercise that Jeanette told you, showed you a while ago. So I go back and I do it. I feel amazing. I feel more things open up. I go for a walk with my dogs. I feel my alignment in my body is just the way it's supposed to be. (laughs) And it's just such an incredible thing. And now it's something that I'm kind of seeing as my part-time job while I'm healing the stuff that, you know, this quote-unquote chronic issues that's been here for years I'm healing it inside of myself and when things really started to shift because Jeanette's been giving me energy treatments for we started last fall so it's been a while I think it was last September and so she's been giving me these treatments for some time it was when I started doing the exercises myself that she said hey your energy feels way better things are different. And that's when I notice things feeling way better and different within my body, within my life. And it was something that shifted where I just decided, all right, I, I, I did the diet. I know I can do hard things. I can just do my exercises even when I don't feel like it. I can just get up each morning and do it. And if for some reason I miss a morning, I will get up and do it the next day. And it was that switch. It was like I just turning a light switch on where I decided to take an active role in my health and my healing. 
And instead of being frustrated with life and resentful that it wasn't easier, that it was, you know, you know, my husband can eat whatever he wants and be fine, <laughs> but I couldn't. Instead of being all, you know, a pity party about that, I could get up and do something about it. And that's what I did. And that's when everything started to change. And um, I'm so happy to to be experiencing this because it is really this ne- a deeper level of integration of taking responsibility for my health and my well-being. And with this, I've also been doing the emotional pieces of speaking to the issue, the pattern, the reason for it, of clearing um, entities. <laughs> I'm a shaman. I do lots of entity clearing, so it's a thing. It's okay. <laughs> just, um, entities attached to beliefs, you know, just darker energies. So lots of clearing of that along the way, which is also a dimension of this. Um, but this part that I was really missing was the personal practice and doing these really powerful Qigong exercises that are targeted to exactly what I need, which, you know, for a lot of women who struggle with digestive issues um, and menstrual issues, it's, uh, it's spleen and kidneys and with that liver. So I was doing these exercises. I still am. I probably will be for several more months, but... I'm feeling so much better in my life and noticing so many differences in how I feel in my heart and how I, you know, just walk outside. I just can't help but appreciate how beautiful the sky and the trees are and the birds chirping because it's springtime now. And even when it's cold as fuck, it's still, <laughs> still beautiful in some way. So I'm just, that's, that's where I've been. I'm just really grateful. I'm really happy. And I don't want to say the word hopeful. I am hopeful, but I'm also just really confident that I can, that I will continue healing, that I'm moving in the direction I need to be going in now. And with that, I wanted to mention Jeanette. So she is working in Mind Body Free now, and we're going to be bringing her in, do a episode soon so you can meet her there. But she is going to be offering one-on-one sessions with people. You'll be able to book it through the website. She offers amazing uh, distance, aka remote energy healing treatments. So they're they're focused on Chinese energetic medicine. Jeanette comes from a background of a traditional Chinese family where they worked with herbs and diet for, for healing. And then she's done so much learning and growth within the world of Qigong and Chinese energetic medicine. So she offers these one-on-one sessions with people. She prescribes uh, personalized exercises that you can do based on what you need. And she's also working in the mentorship program where she's teaching some Qigong classes within the group there as well and helping everybody to feel good and healthy in their body. Because a lot of us have been through stuff in this lifetime and past lifetimes and part of healing the heart is also healing the body. Healing the body makes it easier to heal the heart and it all interconnects. So I'm really happy to be having Jeanette within the mentorship program as well. We've been getting so much great feedback. People have been having so many great questions for her. So excited for you to all meet her in the next episode. And until then, I hope you're all doing beautifully. I hope that the story gave you some takeaways. I know for me, the biggest takeaway from my journey was being open to receive help 
to have the humility to acknowledge that even though I'm skilled at this stuff, I need some help right now. And then being open to receive that and and then the shift in taking an active role in my well-being and doing the dang work and getting up each morning and doing my my exercises that I know are so incredibly helpful for me. So if you are on your journey of healing your body, I want you to know that you're not alone, that you can heal anything, you've got this, you can do this, and if you want support, you can reach out, schedule a free discovery call, I would be happy to support you myself or point you in the direction of someone who can help you heal. So sending you my love, you can reach me at mindbodyfree.com as well as Instagram and Facebook at Your Mind Body Free. And if you like this episode or you find this content useful, I'd love to receive a review from you on iTunes. And if you have any questions for future episodes, just drop it in the comments or send me a message. All right. Have a great day. Sending you my love. Take care.